Welcome back, folks. Happy 2021. You're listening to the new Dirty Decibels podcast. My name is Jeff, and despite all that's been going on in the world, it's my absolute pleasure to be back with you. Working in Boston's vibrant arts and entertainment community throughout the years, I've been fortunate to meet and make connections with so many incredible and talented people. I've had the pleasure to connect with artists, writers, actors, comedians, dancers, filmmakers, and musicians from all over the world. These brilliant individuals have passed through the city, sharing messages of passion, activism, community, and love through their art. I'm excited to dive back into conversation with some of these amazing folks, help share their stories, and hopefully give us something all positive to listen to in this new year. I hope you'll stay tuned for what's to come on the new Dirty Decibels podcast. Just a quick reminder, folks, this podcast can now be found just about anywhere podcasts are available, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on our awesome hosting site, Anchor.fm. You can also watch the video version on YouTube at Dirty Decibels Podcast. If you enjoy it, don't forget to like and subscribe, and we'll see you soon with more all-new episodes. What's up, folks? My name is Jeff, and you are listening to the new Dirty Decibels podcast, and I am hanging out with Doug McCormick. You know him from his band Psychic Dog, his newer bands, Beluca Ethereum. He is a visual artist. He's a creator. He's been doing live art sessions online, and um, I'm super stoked to be hanging out with you. So thanks for thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. This is, uh, You're welcome. It's always nice to talk to humans, you know? Yeah, dude, that's the thing. This... this uh, starting this again has just been like it's basically just given me something to do and like to catch up with people and like chat and just have like some interaction with another person <laughs> well and, and it gives you something to edit and something to do you know something to look forward to you know schedule's good you know yeah 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 i'm i'm in the i'm definitely in the crowd of people that uh had had their career kind of shelved and obliterated uh when this whole thing started so it's it's been kind of rough it's been rough obviously like you know not having work wise but it's also been rough just like not going insane so (laughs) yeah i've um i've been lucky enough my wife and i've been lucky enough to be continue working this whole time it's been you know it's it's stressful you know but it's it's one less thing to worry about like where is money coming from and you know it's a good thing to keep us busy most of the day, you know, for, for sure. For sure. Are you coming to us now from your, do you have, is that, do you have a studio in your home? Are you in your home now? Yeah, we, we have an apartment and she has a, a, a room for painting. She's a painter as well. Um, and then I have a room for painting and this is kind of a little, it was like a little sun porch that they put a wall up on and then we have a little back porch too. So nice. Yeah. Nice. And are you, um, do you work out from your home or do you? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I work in Cambridge. I'm a, uh, I'm a lab tech. So um, get to get out of the house, you know. Yeah, for I, sure. I, I haven't taken the tea, you know, a long, you know, I don't even know how long. So do do a lot of walking. So, yeah, you've been doing what 
I think most of us have been doing, which is like everything you can do uh, during this whole thing, you know, and I noticed a lot of a lot of people right when when the pandemic kind of started, they all sort of stepped up with their own thing. Like they all they all kind of came at it with like their own little uh, piece to contribute to like making everybody's lives better. And yours has been this live music now <laughs> hashtag, I guess you could call it or live music now tagline. I, I, um, and everybody has their own hashtag <laughs> and all that stuff. And I was like, I'm not even getting because then I got to stick with it. So I just put music. Or live music now. <laughs> Go for it. If you want to, if you want to click the link, please do so. I mean, it's, it's awesome. It's it's like uh, it's like the Krispy Kreme with the hot donuts now sign. That's that's yeah. what it makes me think of every time. Just like like <laughs> pull over, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's but it's it's been great because I feel like you you've been you've been just like really in touch with a lot of the live streaming that's been going on and sharing that uh, whenever you're seeing it. So uh, it's been and- it's been cool. And that's 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 all I do. Um, I, I, I some people mention things and I'll try and remember, write stuff down, share it. But if I see it, I'll share it. If it's music, I'll share it. If it's art, I'll share it. You know, as long as it's not hate speech and, you know, bullshit, you know, I'll, I'll share it. And uh, I when I do the live live art, it's the same thing. I say it every time. It's like even if you can't go to the event, even when this is all over, if someone has an album, if someone has an event, just share the link sharing it and you don't even have to say you're interested just share it you don't have to write anything share it one extra person will see it and that will help that artist that musician whatever is going on you could be the one spreading the word for them it's so easy people think you have to be involved you have to go to the event oh if, if i say i'm interested somebody's gonna call me out on it or something it's like no just fucking share it and it's it's easy it's free and on the platform of social media even if you're paying to have your your uh, post boosted, uh, boosted, it's it doesn't do anything. People in Borneo see it more than people in Massachusetts. You know, totally. if you boost your oh, here's our new album, nobody sees it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like all all it takes is for you to be the one person that shares something, and like one other person has to see it at like just the right time. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So you started doing, were you doing your live streaming sessions at all before the pandemic started or was it, was it no. just since it started? Yeah. I, not, I think it was like eight, beginning of April. I started doing it. Okay. Cause I was, um, you, you know, creativity, it flows, ebbs and flows. And for me, my art, my art has suffered this entire time. Music has been great, which before this was suffering, at least to me. Um, I wasn't writing, I wasn't creating musically, and now I'm having a hard time with art. I'm starting to come out of it, but the Thursday night was for me to keep the juices flowing. Just keep going. Pretend like I'm talking to somebody. Maybe this will help somebody else with their day, help them center, help them move on, things like that. Um, But I never... I always admire people getting a guitar and doing a live stream, um, doing solo stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't, nobody wants to hear me with just the guitar. I need volume and a lot of beer. You know what I mean? I don't even need people there, but there's going to be more than just me. You know, I'm not, I'm not a, a, a finesse kind of guy, you know? So, um, it, it's, it's the, the live music stream. It, it crossed my mind for a minute and I was just like, 
no, I, it's not for me. And there are so many people doing it when it first started. There's still tons of great people doing it, but it was like everybody and their dad was doing it. So, um, yeah, figured that was covered. And so I just went with art, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, the live streaming, it's hard because I feel like the nature of this has been just not kind to being creatively motivated in general. And so it's like, I remember talking to Derek early on, uh, Derek Rossi from OC45 and, and, and just being like, yeah, like the live streaming thing, like within the first two months after the pandemic started, it was, it was so easy to get burned out on that. Like just because everybody was doing it and like people who themselves are musicians and are not super creatively motivated are kind of like, well, why is this other person creatively motivated? And I'm not now I feel shitty about it. So it's like, everybody's got to find their own thing. I feel like, you know, throughout this, that, uh, and it's not going to be the same thing from month to month. Like it just changes. Like yeah. it's just yeah. like one month it, it works one month. It doesn't, you know, your brain chemistry changes, the environment changes, you know, the, the news changes, everything, everything fluctuates in it. And it's, it just, we've never been, we've never experienced anything like this before. And our brains, we've, we've been fed all the information in the world, you know, to help get us through. And it just makes it worse, you know? Um, but the, the, the point that you brought up is one, I've got my little spiel. I got my whiteboard, write down events and things when I'm doing the live stream. Um, and one of them is don't base yourself, your creativity or your happiness on somebody else's fucking social media account. People, I, I know people who have stuff from two years ago photographed so that they can put up a new post hourly and get all the hits you know what i mean and they're just as miserable as everybody else but oh, they're yeah. in cancun right now even though cancun doesn't really exist you know what i mean it's yeah it's all bullshit and you can't rely on somebody else's being to make you happy you know it's also like it's it's everybody's coping mechanism so what you're watching is just somebody else trying to cope like yeah and and you can't always fault them for it but like but like either way, there's a lack of authenticity because there it's it's not for any other purpose, you know. It's just them. It's just them trying to cope like everybody else. So you kind of have and to take it with a grain of salt in that sense, you know. It's it's. I talk to the computer like I'm talking to like I have friends and even even with Kelly, my wife, when we hang out and paint, you know, if we're on vacation, we're both working, you know. It's like okay, yeah, um, you know, friends that are artists or musicians just hanging out and creating and talking. Okay, this is what I'm doing. What are you doing? And that's, it's helped me get through my own funk through all of this is, is doing the live stream. It used to be more, um, instructional, you know, Hey, we're going to do a cat, you know, and now I take requests, try and make something happen that, you know, you can, you can see the process. And then sometimes I just kind of go for it. Um, because it, it is, it, it's mostly for me, you know, I mean, it's all right. about ego, you know what I mean? And I've got to, I've got to, I've got to milk it a little bit, you know, <laughs> it's therapy though. Like totally. Oh, yeah. Like I can see how that would just be like you said, like, even if you're not paying attention to like who's watching or how many people are watching or whatever, I mean, and it's, it's 100% the same thing as, as doing this. Like I, I, at the end of the day, I, I want, I want listeners because I want people like you to, to have the exposure and like artists that I know that are really talented, that are doing cool stuff to have the exposure. But on uh, at the same time, like I could couldn't give a shit 
how many people are listening to it or not listening to it. Like it's just the, <laughs> it's just I, the I, form I, of talk therapy that I've been <laughs> accessed, and, you know? And, and, and if you can remove that from, from the process, you'll be better off. I mean, I, I, I still fight with it. I, at the beginning I was like, Oh my God, there's only so many people watching. And now it's like, okay, nobody's watching. Cool. Well, I can do whatever I want then, you know? Um, right. And it's, you know, I get, I get anywhere from, you know, five to 15 people, you know, and half of that's my family, you know? So I'll take it, you know, I'll yeah. take it. I'll take any support, even if it's robots and, in you know, Bangladesh watching me, I don't give a shit, you know? <laughs> And so you've been taking like you you kind of take people who are viewing through like your process of just like creating a piece, right? Like just start to finish, pretty much. You you yeah. you paint live. Yeah. So I'll paint. I'll Throw on some music. I, yeah, and it's uh, I I um I got local music on my iPod, so that's going. And I'll be like, hey, this is this band. Go check them out. Whatever. Um, that keeps me from getting kicked off or muted. Um, because I used to get kicked off a lot when I would just play in the iPod with everything on it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I got music going and people can send in any size donation, um, and leave a suggestion, you know, had, uh, party pigs last week. Okay, cool. That's it. That's all they tell me. Great. I'll do it. You know, I don't get a ton of, I don't get a ton of donations or requests, more donations than requests, but, um, and the donations are split up four ways. Go to um, Black Lives Matter, move around the country. Then we go to uh, Greater Boston Food Bank, um, a local club. Um, if they have a GoFundMe up. And then uh, the last little bit goes to local buying local music and supplies for painting. So, you know, it's not just going to me. Um, you yeah. know, again, it's, the, it's that thing. Nobody knows what to do. Last year was crazy. The year before was crazy. The America's crazy. You know, if I have, if I'm able to have a voice, I should use it for good, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, did, did a fundraiser in, in March. I think I made 600 bucks, Black Lives Matter. Boom. There you go. Just like, um, I'm not one to, to protest. I'm not a super political person, but I'm, I'm a hundred percent for helping if I can. You everybody's, know? everybody's just been so good with like, it's it just like it's made me happy like just seeing everybody contribute in the way that they know how and the way they can like yeah. there's so many wonderful people out there that just genuinely want to help and like contribute to a lot of the issues that are going on right now and um be the you know the best allies they can and what do we've got we've got art we've got music we've got our you know our community here in, in boston like which is which is so rad like it is just the most supportive and like ferocious community that i can think of yeah, um, yeah. and uh yeah so it's it's just been cool seeing everybody like just do their thing and just yeah. just do it as best as they can and, 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 and do it and do it do it honestly you know what i mean we're we're not able to go out and kind of hide in our click or hide in our um you know our costume or our stage persona or in our fucking in our booth you know turning knobs you know what i mean it's like if we want to present ourselves it, it, it's most likely going to be the the most honest that we can give right now you know right so right yeah totally um i think it's really cool too because i think not a not a lot of people i mean 
on the music side of things in, in Boston, certainly like the community is, is really saturated with a lot of fantastic musicians, yourself included. And, uh, compilations that have gone out and stuff like that but but doing yeah. the live art stuff like that you've been doing gives people kind of uh it it changes it up it gives you something different to kind of to kind of watch and get involved in um i i'm not one to i like i'll be the first one to admit that i i i know i'm i'm very much not an art expert or like i don't know a lot about art so i'm very i'm very curious to hear you talk about what some of your inspirations are for your style of art, because I look at the paintings you make and I feel like I don't necessarily, I'm not sophisticated enough to describe the style, but I can tell you that it's a Doug McCormick piece. Like, and yeah. I can be like, that's Doug, it, which is amazing. I don't have the right type of vocabulary to like describe your style. And I, I would, I would love to know like where you draw your inspirations from and what you would call your style of art specifically. It's, it's, it's ab abstract art um, and, you know, some cartoon stuff. Um, big influences, Run and Stimpy, um, Warner Brothers cartoons, um, Picasso, de Kooning, um, Basquiat, um, Rualt. There's, I mean, if I, if I pulled up five of my favorite paintings, you go, oh, okay, you know, I see where it is, you know. I, and that's, I mean, that's another thing that I always say is like um, when I'm doing the live art is I'm, I borrowed techniques from people I enjoyed. Either I learned them in school or I saw them in a book or saw a friend do it. Take it, tweak it. That's what art's about. That's what music is about. Take it and tweak it. Run with it as far as you can. Make it your own. That's what art is. It's about your release and your process. So I always, you know, the, the, the disclaimer that this is my process. It's not the most, it, it's not correct. It's not archival. It's not, you know, all the big words. It's just me doing my thing and some of the stuff I borrowed from other people, you know. But I, I think, I mean, I, I love uh, um, wearing my influences on my sleeve. You know, if somebody says, hey, that's totally this. It's like, yeah. What, what part, you know, what part, you know, let's talk about that artist or let's talk about that musician. I, I mean, I just love to, to gab, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. How long, how long have you been painting? Like how has this been just like since you're a kid? Yeah. Since I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember the first thing that I was proud of. I can visually still see it in second grade. So just what like, was it? We went, to the, we went to the Museum of Science. All right. And then it was like, what did you do on your summer vacation? So I drew the dinosaur area, you know, Yes. where, the, you know, like the little uh, whatever it is. Um, and then I made my own pterodactyl in there. I put my big there was no flying dinosaurs at the Museum of Science at that point. So I was pissed. So I put my own in there and I had the Tyrannosaurus and all the skeletons and the footprints, everything was laid out perfectly to me. And I added something and it was perfect. And I can remember still staring at it, you know, cray paws. You remember those? Yes. The little oil, that smell. I still use yeah, those. Dude. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. I, I enjoyed, I used to like drawing a lot when I was younger. It's kind of a shame actually. I like never really did it much. I haven't done it much like as an adult, like I, I doodle incessantly, you know, but it's so funny cause you're not, it's like, you're not a, a Massachusetts kid without like those grade school field trips to all the, the museum of science, yeah. yep. <laughs> the, the, uh, the freedom trail, yep. Paul Revere house uh, Plymouth plantation. Plymouth plantation. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, man. It's, uh, it, it's funny. You, you, you don't think about those things leaving a, an impression on you, but I guess they do in one way or another, yeah. they'll sneak in there. You know, have you been, uh, have you been playing music for the same amount of time? I started when I was uh, 16, started playing bass when I was 16. So, um, 311, uh, Stone Temple Pilots, Alice in Chains, um, all covers all the time. That's all we did. Once we, once we found music, that's, there were four of us and that's all we did. Um, then everybody went their separate ways. Everybody kept playing music and stuff. Um, but uh, I moved over to guitar, learned some piano and then, you know, been doing it ever since. And so the latest project that you had going on before the pandemic, Belucatherium and yeah. Belucatherium and then uh, Square Ape. Square Ape. Yeah, was a new uh, kind of rock trio similar to um, Psychic Dog, a little bit more uh, guitar, a uh, little bit more wank, as I like to call it. It's just kind of a little more riffy, a uh, little little more air to it at least that at least that's what i was going for at least that's what i thought i was doing so um and we played one show last february i think it was like last week was our first was it the year anniversary and then we haven't played since that so yeah um and we were we were a brand new band too we recorded in november and then we played our first show in uh in february and then that, that was it. And then we released the EP that we recorded uh, in, um, I think it was March 30th, just an arbitrary date. I wanted to be done with it. I wanted to get it out, you know, so yeah, wasn't sure what was going to happen. So where did you guys, uh, where did you wind up recording it at? Who'd you record it with? Hill House with Will. Very nice. Yes. Yeah. We did Veluca Ethereum there and then we did uh, uh, Square Ape and then I just sent him, I've, I've got a, uh, a full length that I finished mixing um, that I've been recording since uh, December of last year. Um, and sent him that to be mastered and he sent that back and it, it's amazing what mastering will do. Yeah. Amazing. Just like, I mean, it's, I thought I was happy with my mixing. I spent months and months doing it. I was so toast I couldn't listen to the songs anymore and he sent it back and I was like, Oh my, you know, it, a whole new life was in these songs. So I'm excited to get that out. Um, my friends out in Montana, um, house of Watts records is actually going to put it out. So, um, we're working on all that stuff right now. There's, there's talk of vinyl. I don't know though. It's, it's 39 songs. So it'd be like a, you know, yeah. a, a double album or something. Wow. So, yeah. So it's 39 tracks that you recorded all yourself. Yeah. And when did, did you start recording them before the, before the pandemic? Um, I started doing some stuff um, because I was trying to, you know, woodshed some uh, songs for Beluga Ethereum for Square Ape, you know, get some new stuff going because we've been playing the same stuff for a while. Um, and then everything happened and I had no need to do that anymore. So I started looking at, lyrics and stuff i mean my whole desk is just papers um and just plugging away and i'd be recording something then i'd play something else and i'd be like holy shit record that so it was just this endless cycle of creativity that i haven't had in a while and i haven't had the time to do either you know right so um so it was yeah i had um i had a few people um 
I had uh, Jess Jacobs from, um, she was in Band Without Hands. She's out in LA now. Um, she did some singing. I had my friend Megan um, uh, do some singing. And then uh, some guys from Laser Tooth did some pianos. And my brother is a guitar player. So I was like, dude, I need some juicy guitar on here. Uh, my younger brother played bass on it. Um, Ed from Blue Ethereum's on it as well. So um, it was, I tried to, I, I cast out a wide net trying to get people to, you know, collaborate, but it was like trying to pressure people in this environment isn't good for anybody, you know? So I was just like, I send it out. I'll give you a reminder. If you don't get back to me, we'll do it another time, you know? So, but. It's two sides uh, of a funky coin because you got like, I guess, I guess in some ways it's brought out the, the, the upside of everybody figuring out how to do all this shit remotely and be like, Hey, let me like, let me lay something down, send it to you. Have you like, when yeah. you feel the, when you feel, you know, the itch to do it, like lay something on top of it, send it back to me. And like, that's all really cool. But then, like you said, like at the same time, you don't want to like, you feel, you don't want to pressure people and you also feel like you don't know how to read other people being like, you're not a priority right now because either I have X, Y, and X, Y, and Z to worry about, or just because I'm fucking miserable and like, don't yeah. want to do anything. you know. And and, and that's to, to try and read people over email or via text. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, that's two. I'm going to leave it. You'll hear it when it comes out. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it's, and it turned, it turned out great. It was, it, uh, the people that I got were fucking phenomenal and they're peppered throughout. And it, it just, it, I mean, you know, you do, you do your music, you can do everything and it'll sound okay. But when you add somebody else in, it changes everything. You know, that's why I love playing playing in bands. I mean, I always try and surround myself with people who completely surpass what I do to make me sound better. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's the main point, you know? Yeah. It's been the kicker of all this, man. It's just been that the, the, the lack of being able to do that is, has like just been like such a blow to everybody that is, is so talented, you know? And like, Oh man, it's, it's a, it's, 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 it's a rough seeing everybody bummed out, you know, it's, it's yeah. like, I'm so happy on the one hand that everybody, most of the people that I know and, and care about and, and I'm in touch with our, are like safe and, have been safe and like been keeping themselves healthy and everything. Um, or, you know, if they've, if they've had their, their brush with the, with the virus, they've made it through. Okay. My brother included like survived yeah. it and everything, but, um, but you know, it's, it's just, it's just rough. The, the, the emotional social fallout from all this has, has like spread so much further than you even get to think about. So, you know, it sucks. Cause it feels like, I feel like it's given, it's provided a lot of kindling for, for talking about stuff like this in a different way, like talking about art and the process and the, and the, the journey that different people are going through with, with their art and, and sharing their art and making their art. And um, it's been interesting. It's been really introspective to like talk to people about it, but it's, it's also like, it's hard not to also get bummed out on it, I guess at the same time, you know? Yeah. I mean, my, in my, you know, naive hippie kind of way, it's like, maybe this will open people up a little bit more. You can see that what got you through these times are art and music and creative people that 
aren't necessarily the highest on the totem pole in society. Maybe we should think about some of those people. Maybe those people can help people in our community feel better about themselves. Maybe they can help this, you know, the environment feel better. I don't know. Um, but to me, as soon as, I mean, I can already see where I work. It's like, okay, cool. Vaccines rolling out. Everybody get fucking back to work. You know what I mean? And it's like, if you've got, if you're in that job, just head down, power through, man. That's it. I mean, people like you, people in the sound industry, touring bands, things like that. I'm not sure how that's going to work, man. Yeah, dude, I mean, it's rough. It's like, but, but like you were just saying, like, I, I hope, and I like the one thing I hope is that this has opened up eyes in mainstream American culture, capitalist culture, particularly of the value of art and the value of artists on, on some level. And I know there's, I know there's never going to be people who appreciate it as much as they should, but like, Jesus Christ, man, like if the, if there's ever something to make you appreciate creative people and, and what they do and what the, how they, you know, produce content for other people to consume and enjoy, um, you know, it's, it's an experience like this, you know? So I think, I think the real, the real shocker, the real like Testament to, the evils of of kind of capitalist culture will be who does and doesn't change their ways in regards to art and like make sure that artists yeah. because the one thing that's always like struck me from i haven't done really a lot of i haven't toured overseas or anything like that but but um every time i've ever heard somebody tell a story about going to europe playing music is the the difference in the way that musicians are are valued there like the way that they're uh treated and paid in some regards, maybe not necessarily always like paid necessarily that well, but like it Christ, if you're not getting paid, you're at least getting, you get a place to stay, you get, uh, you know, food, you get fed, <laughs> you get transportation, you get fans who will actually go to shows to see new music. Like they'll go to see the headlining band, but they will be there when the doors open and they will watch the opening bands. They will buy their merch. They will get into them. Um, and it's and it's it's like just incredible a difference <laughs> in yeah no you know. it's 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 culturally it's it's huge and and I'm not even I'm I'm talking out of my ass but it's I think music and art are more um, more prevalent and more uh, held up sustained a little bit better in countries where they've seen war and things like that you know what I mean like okay, all this shit's going down. We need to come together. How are we going to come together? Music and art. And we need to sustain that because we don't know when another war is coming, you know? So Europe is is a great example. It's like, okay, what got them through World War One? Okay, what got them through World War Two? Okay, you know, and how do we come back together? We're going to get back together with music and everything. And, and I hope that happens in, in, in this country after, you know, that we're, we're all a little bit more aware when we go in. I mean, it's kind of, kind of like with, I mean, the, the station um, fire in Rhode Island, you know, it was like, we were playing it. I was, we were living in New Bedford then, and we were going to shows. And like the day after that, we were playing a show. And one of the bands that went on before us was like, everybody look where the exits are. You know what I mean? And it was like, really just like, holy shit, we have to be aware now. 
Yeah. You know, it was a tiny little glimpse of what other people have experienced, but you know, being aware isn't always the best. Um, you know, it's not fun to be aware. Right. Know? Right. So, I mean, going to shows once all this stuff starts up, I mean, I just want to hug people and not everybody's going to, not everybody's okay with that now. And I've had to learn that, you know? Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah, cool. Totally. Well, what, let's do the elbow bump and you know, that kind of thing. But it's like, okay, do I want people touching my beers? You know, can I bring my own beers to this show? Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's hard to even start to process that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fully like, uh, 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 uh already accepted the fact that I think I'm going to step foot into the first venue with people when we can and probably just burst into tears. <laughs> like I'm probably yeah. just going to, yeah. I'm probably yeah. just going to lose it. Nobody, nobody's even going to have to play a note, <laughs> you know, no. uh, it's just, I'm just going to smell the inside of O'Brien's and like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just gonna lose it yeah I, I, I can taste i can taste the midway right yeah now. <laughs> yeah exactly man exactly um no dude like that's the 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 comment you made about countries that have experienced war has not ever i've never really thought about that dude that it and just that makes of, so much that's sense why i was man. like i'm talking out of my ass it's like that makes so much sense community this country is completely divided on everything yeah everything you know what i mean we haven't been forced to to come together i'm not saying that i want anything like that yeah but yeah no totally totally we've been we've been the muscle you know what i yeah. mean we haven't we haven't experienced it yeah i read an article the other day i saw an article about uh country music in particular and how 9 11 well, the opinion of the person that wrote the article or it wasn't an article it was a series of tweets <laughs> but it was put in an article um but it, it they made some really amazing points about the about the genre of country music and how 9/11 affected it and i didn't again totally didn't even think about that as a contributing factor i'm fully aware of the fact that i've always had a lot of issues with the the well, let's just say like the social and political content of pop country music however i never really put it into the context of pre 9/11 post 9/11 and then I thought about it and I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, people in that industry utilize 9-11 in a, in a very exploitive way to, yeah. they could, certainly could have used it to unite people, bring people together, but they didn't. They used it to, uh, it, it, to manifest a notion of American superior, like superiority and imperialism and yeah. like, yeah. Uh, uh, we're better than you. Yeah. The, the great silent majority. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, that Southern machismo, you know, it's like. Yeah. They referenced yeah. Toby Keith's uh, song about American, the American way or whatever, like specifically being that like tipping point to the point where artists like the Dixie Chicks, like got blacklisted from, from country yeah. for like saying one questionable thing about the, about, you know, George Bush and, and uh, it's amazing. Like, like I never, I knew that, but I never thought about nine 11 as being that tipping point where like you had an yeah. opportunity. I think they actually specifically said like you had an opportunity there to bring people together in a really powerful way and be like super uniting and actually be like positive. And you did the opposite, <laughs> which America's and, 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 the, and the other thing that is very American, even if it was handed to you on a, on a silver platter, 
in the most positive way, you probably go, fuck this, you don't tell me what to do. You know what I mean? That's no matter what we do, you know, there's that, the fucking. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think you're right, man. I think the, uh, the, the process of the idea of like countries that have experienced a collective trauma, uh, has a has a huge impact on how they would value art how they would think about art so i think and, like and community and how it's how it keeps everyone together you know yeah yeah and i think we're at a i think we're at a again i think we're at a tipping point with that it's like we can go down one path or we can go down the other and i hope we go down the right one because in our community it's like goes without saying, you know, I mean, all of us, all, all any of us can think of is like the smell of the inside of the midway right now, but, yeah. uh, at, at the country as a whole, I don't know that I'm as confident <laughs> in, you know, yeah. um, which is, which is sad. Cause, cause it's like, if this didn't show you how important, you know, people that work in the industry are, I don't know what could, you know? Yeah. And, and I, it, it, and it's the same thing with the entire virus it's like if it does not directly affect you it doesn't you don't think about it you know what i mean so a lot of these people they might know a friend who's a bartender but they've never been to the club they've never seen the band you know they don't they they've never experienced going out three nights a week and fucking having so much fun that you can't even you you don't mind going to work tired the next day because that's how good it is you know um or they haven't but, played, they haven't relied on those places as a place to, to share their art either, like to play yeah, on stage, yeah. to be there, like, you know. As a, See, yeah. I, 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 it's a little bit of a self-deprecation thing, but it's like, I don't place myself with a lot of those people that actually pack a room and tour and, and, and can, you know, they were making a living or attempting to make a living off of it you know what i mean not that i'm a weekend warrior but it's like i mean you know practicing twice a week and hopefully a show every couple weeks and you know but that's as much as 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 i've ever pushed it you know yeah but i think that's i mean a lot of people are kind of in that in that mode you know i think like most people most people that i know are 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 doing a are are working off a similar schedule i guess or were before the pandemic i mean yeah there's yeah. there's people I, I i know some people that are like trying to trying to go for it and make it full full-blown living at it and um you know even myself as a sound guy trying to make a full-blown living as like a touring sound guy or doing doing sound it, it is is it was challenging like beyond belief before the pandemic so yeah yeah you know um that's that's the thing is it's like uh it, it's 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 a noir it's like falling from the from the curb to the gutter you know it's not even it's not even falling from a great height to the gutter it's it's falling from the yeah. curb to the gutter it's like we yeah. we were all hanging on by a thread anyway and and like you said before i mean if this helps turn people more to the arts to see the value in it i'm not looking to be top tier i'm looking for benefits for people that are full-time musicians. You know what I mean? Let's give some validity to their time and their energy and, and their process, you know? Um, it's a little bit more difficult, I think, with um, visual arts to, to really be able to say, oh, that took you 25 hours, but it's just a white canvas with a line on it. You know what I mean? It's like... 
people, the humans need a physical product that they can consume or be consuming as they consume something else. And that's why I think music would be probably the next step to, you know, okay, you're a full-time musician. Here's a different tax bracket. Here's a, you know, benefits package that you, that's affordable for you. Okay. You're working at seven different places. Here's a way to make it all into one W2 or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Or, or we see, or we see, maybe we see new, like new industry, like new, like some type of a reimagining of the record yeah. label in a yeah. different way or something, you know, like I, I'm just talking out of my ass now too, but like, I don't know, maybe there's, maybe there's some way of like hiring bands to, or paying bands to, to play shows and, and like do their thing the way that, you know, a record label would, but, but, in in some more somewhat of a more sustainable community accessible yeah. kind of way i i i don't know um you know i i wish i had better ideas yeah. about that kind of stuff you know to to make stuff like that to put stuff like that out there but um do you, do you feel like in terms of your visual art do you feel like the pandemic itself has left a stamp on your your styles, your techniques or things that you've created since, I mean, is the art that you've made since you've been doing like the live streams and since the pandemic started, has it, has your art changed Um, at all? Do you think? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I feel like my art usually changes when I'm able, when the juices are flowing and I'm able to try a new process or all of a sudden something happens. I mean, I'm re- I rely on uh, happy accidents a lot, you know, it's like, Oh shit, that actually worked. Cool. Remember that. We'll do that again. Um, I, I don't think it's, it's really, I don't think those, there's a huge stamp on it. I think you'll probably see something like that in visual art a few years from now. You know what I mean? I might be able to look back and go, Oh shit. Okay. Um, that was during that, that year. Okay. Um, I have stuff that I started. We went on vacation last year in February. I sent some stuff out to my friend's house, did them out there, sent them back. And I actually just finished stuff. So they're like little small paintings and I finally finished them and it's there. They're not different. Um, but then I guess there's, I, I never even thought of that. I guess there is something there. Um, that will kind of have a stamp, but it's not my, my, my style hasn't changed. My process hasn't changed. Um, if anything, I've gotten a little bit slower in my process from doing the live paint. Cause I'm trying to explain and show and step back and, you know, describe what I'm doing the whole time. Um, but um, again, my personal painting has really suffered this past year. Um, so I haven't really had time to change what I've been doing. So, um, yeah, but I feel like the, I guess maybe the, the technique of doing it where you're like, you're explaining it to people or you're kind of, uh, narrating what you're doing as you're going along. Maybe that offers like offers you space to kind of look at your own art in, a, in most, a different way, you know, or from most definitely from I'm, I'm, I've got my laptop set up, the arts here and I'm looking in the mirror the entire time going, okay, all right. You know, so it, it is, I mean, I watch the way I stand. I watch the one, you know what I mean? It, it is, um, it, it is under a microscope a little bit. Um, so that, that definitely changes it. But 
I, I really don't think that I would be able to say that I can tell yet, you know, if there's a definite thing. Um, yeah. A definite change, but um, I've been doing the same shit for so many, you know what I mean? It's like, you yeah. find your, you find your, yeah. I, it's a visual language. You know what I mean? You got your own vocabulary. Same thing. You pick up the guitar. You do that one riff every time when you pick up the guitar, you know, it's like, okay, that's your signature, right, you know? For sure. So. I bet you though, like you said, like, you know, you're several years down the road, like y- you might be able to pick up a painting or something and look at it and be like, I did that during yeah. coronavirus. Yeah. Like, you know, like that was a COVID, that was a COVID piece. Cause I, I, I just feel like, it's been unavoidable. Yeah, no, and and I mean, this is uh, this is where I've got you know obviously I've got my guitars and stuff, and I would do do all the recording in here, and I found myself you know trying to sing differently, and you know, um, one thing I noticed is that from not practicing two times a week, my I have no muscle in my <laughs> in my vocal cords at all anymore. I mean, I I mean I relied on yelling, I I relied on you know volume and 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 and, and kind of screaming a bit you know so i had a, a nice nice callus on there and right now it's like i tried to do something the other day and it was like ah! i was like oh no no <laughs> it's not low it's not low <laughs> yeah i i feel like it's everybody's been like yeah it gives you this sh- it gives you the space to slow down a little bit like be like well i'm not in a rush to release anything yeah. so i can like can dig into these things a little bit more but at the same time then you also like like I, I guess just realize how uh how much it stopped everybody in their tracks and everybody's gonna like kind of like they were like rusty yeah. almost you know yeah i mean like you said you're gonna walk into a club and be like you know I, <laughs> I've, 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 seen, I've seen my family a couple of times over the summer and then had a few friends come and like we like make a, uh, a swap of you know a beer and a painting or something like that but it's like see each other for 10 minutes like okay you know and i don't know how to react you know i'm almost more uh this is becoming a little bit more fluid for me you know so yeah i know i feel like i feel like it's almost kind of sad i i like didn't initially like really didn't want to do like virtual interviews with people but then i also was kind of like it it couldn't be easier now to like talk to people you know but I also feel like I'm mourning the, I'm mourning the loss of the the personal, you know, the in studio connection that oh, that you would have otherwise. I went, so. My buddy, my buddy made me that guitar, uh, my buddy Brandon, for for my birthday a million years ago, and had a friend at the Sound Museum, my buddy Johnny from uh, Mercury on Mars. It's like, hey, can you um can you straighten out this knob? I was hitting it with the hitting the pickup switch with the Bigsby. So he's like, yeah, I'll just, I'll tweak it. He did. That was February last year. I just got that guitar back last weekend. I haven't had it for a year, you know what? And so going to the space, he's like, Oh, come in. I was like, no, 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 bring it out. I'm not going into the sound museum. I'm sorry. You know, but it was like being outside, being in Brighton, being outside of that building. I hadn't been there in a year. And it was just like, yeah. Oh God. It was, uh, it was overwhelming to say, say the least, but, my God, did I miss that fucking guitar? <laughs> One thing you also have been doing that I would love to hear about your inspiration behind is your urban photography, which I love because I I don't know how you find the things that you find. That's that's a co- that's a coping mechanism. 
So that's yeah. getting out of work. Yeah. I've had my iPod in all day. No headphones, no phone, just walking. And if something looks good, stop. Take a picture of, you know what I mean? Again, don't bother with a hashtag. Don't bother with anything. Just there it is right there in that moment. And it's, it's just abstract art. You know what I mean? Um, I love super, super, super abstract art. Someday I will have the balls to have a huge canvas and just really go for it and not have it have to be something or, or something that somebody can buy, you know? And so this is a great way for me. It's like a cool down period. It's like a 40 minute walk from work to home. So it's like, okay, you know, I'm not going to do it today, you know, and I'm just walking. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, boom. And then I'm 10 pictures in and I'm home, you know? So it's, it's a good, it's a good decompression. It's what I would do on the T, you know what I mean? It would like, it's almost like people watching, but without people, I don't know. Um, right. Yeah. Bit harder to just randomly take pictures of people. Yeah, too. yeah. No, I <laughs> try. Know, that's the thing. Is a, like, there's so many cool houses. <laughs> kind of a legal and, issue there, and, and things. And I try not to include people's homes or material or things like that. It's right. like it's just found objects, found art. Um, but it's it's more. It's again. It's it's like a coping thing, um, and it kind of calms me down. You know, work isn't horrible, but some days suck, and it's just like if I haven't eaten, I get really pissy. I just turn into a giant baby and I ready to snap and this centers me. Okay, cool. All right. And like, you know, do it a few times and holy shit, I'm home. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how something like that can have like a direct therapeutic result on one end. And then the people that are watching it, like myself, it's, it has like, maybe that wasn't its intended purpose, you know, but it's like, holy shit, this is really cool. I, I, I love the, the, just, I don't know. You have a great eye for finding the intersection of, I'll say like in industry and organic, like biology that is kind of mingled in that exists in a city like really well, just the, the mat, the micro as opposed to the macro, right? Like that we pass over all the time. And I, I love rust and bricks, you know, and, broken concrete and stuff and that's all all cambridge is you know so it's like walking home it's not hard to do it you know um no no but it's unique every time and like you really find like some stuff i feel like it's also been pretty metaphorical for everyone's everyone's experience and everyone's mood and and, and i have a friend and he's really really old friend college buddy and we've always played music and stuck together and I'm the artsy guy. He's the, you know, he's, he's a little more straight laced and he, we talk on text and we've done a few zooms, but as I came in, I really appreciate you posting those photos. They really, it gives me something to look forward to at the end of the day. Thank you. And it's like, Whoa, feelings, feelings from Dirk. that's weird, man. You know? So, and, and he's a photographer as well. And he's like, these are great. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's, yeah. it's like a, a very, nice compliment from somebody that you respect their work too. But, um, I'm, I'm, I'm always happy when something that I enjoy brings happiness to somebody else. Um, it's not always the intended purpose, but I'm, it's, it's great. You know, doing the live art thing too. You know, I have friends that'll be like, I'll get a text when I'm done. It's like, thank you for babysitting the kids for a fucking hour. I needed that. And it's like, all right, cool. You know, glad I could help, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's like, uh, 
you, you never know. You never know who it's going to reach in that way. I mean, I, I honestly, I think you should frame them and do it like a series, <laughs> you know, just like they're, they're a great. Friend, a friend just keeps it uh, uh, maybe once a month. Like when you're putting your book out, I'm like, hey, you want to finance it. A book, a a book is a rad idea too, man. Like that's, that's the, that's great kind of content. I feel like for a book, cause it's, it's like, it's like a journey from start to finish. Like, you know, just a visual, just a visual version of your, your walk home. It's, it's kind of cool. I, I I always love stuff like that. Like, I just, I just love hearing people's inspiration behind that kind of stuff or like their process. Cause it, it oftentimes it isn't what it's intended, you know, what they're doing it for isn't what it winds up becoming in the eyes of people consuming it, you know? So, and, and, um, and, and, you know, I have no problem saying it's all for me, you know, it's, it's therapy, you know, and if it helps somebody else, that's great. And, and I used some of the photos for, um, math ghosts. Each track has a different, uh, a different image with it. So that was, that was the in- instrumental album that, um, I put up on Bandcamp. Uh, maybe two weeks ago. Um, I'm working on getting it out to people. Um, but that those are tracks that while I was mixing, I needed a break. So I would just kind of start farting around. And then the, I, the, I call them imaginary soundtracks. So they're all instrumental and it's just kind of moody, but they all have their own little presence. And um, it was fun. It was fun to do. It was fun not to try and think of lyrics that were funny or poignant or whatever, and just put together a collection of of of, song, of sounds. Really, you know. Um, so, but I was like, oh, I have no artwork for this. I'll go just digging through my phone, and I found, you know, found a bunch of them and, and stuck them on there, and you know, boom. Yeah, 20, 23 tracks yeah. on this release. Yeah. And uh I feel like I feel like that's a that's a perfect pairing, you know, of that style of, of and that's, that's and that's I mean, I feel like it still sounds pretentious like imaginary soundtracks, but they're instrumentals and they're like little paintings or something, and that sounds even more pretentious. But that's why if if you put a, a random image with it, you can see something different, you can hear something different, you can be somewhere, you can do something, you know. Um, at least that's what I, what I hope, you know? Um, but it was, it was, it was fun to do. It's, it's been good to take a break because I mean, you were hopping from club to club, to club, to club. I was doing the same thing and to have that downtime and be like, holy shit, I really love music. (laughs) You know, I love live music and I love seeing people and stuff, but I really love just plunking away and, and creating something. It's, um, it's great. I mean, if I didn't have it, I, I would have gone crazy during this whole thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, my whole, my whole yeah, life, sure. but I, during this time, it was, I'm so lucky that my creative wind musically came through because my artistic wind was fucking gone. So it's been a wave that everybody's been riding and it's just been like, for me, yeah, the, the, I had to teach, reteach myself a lot of stuff in the, in the uh, world of, like writing or creating or recording, but it definitely is not linear. It's, it's like whole months of absolutely nothing and, and just fucking off and like turning. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's- and then, and then two weeks of like, Hey, I want to make some songs. And then another month of 
when am I ever going <laughs> to work or see people again? You know, are you recording yeah. stuff? Are you going to put something together yeah. or what? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I did three songs with my brother that I'm, we're working on now to release as just a three song EP. Cool. I don't know, man. Like it's, it's just, it's just a weird time. And it's like the only upside I can see to it is hearing and learning about how other people are navigating yeah. a weird time. Most, you know? <laughs> most definitely dude. I know through, through as painful as like the loss of, of venues has been and the loss of spaces has been and uh like the the loss of live music has been it's it's been also imperative to everyone's like friendships and everyone's connections with each other to like know that there's support there and like see the way that everyone has has like come together to collectively grieve and mourn and like be act like activists and like raise money and like do everything, you know, it, it's been, it's been a, it's been a nice magnifying glass on, on seeing who I should have trusted my gut on beforehand and who, who I know to stay away from when this is over, you know, it's like, okay, cool. You, know? <laughs> you make your decisions. That's cool. Yeah. Know? Yeah. For uh, real. But you know, that's, I mean, that's the thing is, seeing people at shows where it's loud, you don't really talk to them. And then the other aspect that you actually know them is on social media, both kind of, there's a, there's a barrier there. You know what I mean? So you don't really get to experience who they really are. Um, so then when it's only left to social media, it's like, all right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely stripped away a lot of the layers of the onion and, and like, so to speak, you know, of like who everybody is and what matters to them. I think. Yes. And, yeah. and it's like, it's mostly been positive. It's mostly been inspiring. Most definitely. Most you know? def and I'm not, yeah. I'm not being, I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy, but I'm just saying, you know, sometimes I'm just like, holy shit. All right. Yeah. But it's also like, you know, who you're going to move on from, you know, mm -hmm. who's like, maybe you're just really not going to be a priority in your life anymore. Exactly. And that exactly. is healthy too. <laughs> it's that's, very healthy. That's a positive thing too, you know? Yeah. In addition to the uh, the tracks that you uh, that the Math Ghost tracks you already released, and then you've you've got a new batch of, of tracks coming soon, yep. hopefully. Yep, Se it's called Several Nudes, and um, that should hopefully be out this spring on uh, House of Watts Records, and they're in um, they're in uh, Missoula, Montana, um, the label, um, and I know them through through some friends um, and they sent my stuff and they enjoyed it and they were like, Hey, what can we do with this? So I think they're going to help me with uh, the, um, getting it released digitally. And then we may be talking about vinyl and stuff. That's a really nice dream. You know, vinyl's always nice and cool. Um, it just always sucks when you got, you know, 250 pieces of vinyl that, you know, will never go anywhere, you know? Because the shortest run is, you know, 300 or something like yeah. that. I don't know, but it's, it, it's not cheap. It's not cheap for sure. But I've got, I've got, I've got about shit. I think I've got about 300 of uh hooker clops, uh, seven inch that we were going to release and then we broke up. So it came out, it came after we were done. So it's like, wow, cool. Um, but yeah, here's hoping to, to like seeing some some longer lines at at the merch those merch booths when things go back to normal too. You know, just yeah. like 
hey, this is a band you've never heard before. Like, give them a try. Throw them. Well, I mean, who? That's at the end of the day, you know, you consume some music. It's not a bad thing. You know, it's never going to be a bad thing. So I don't know, man. I mean, I I, I think like it's just finding those little micro upsides to things. It's like those little tiny positives that hopefully, you know, will come out of it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, 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 I'm not a pessimist. I'm a realist. I try to be positive, but I want to be proven wrong. I want everybody to really show who they are and be good to each other and, and support each other. Cause I mean, I don't, I think the human race is a terrible thing. You know, I think most of us are garbage. So, um, but well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proven wrong daily. So I think, yeah, I think we all, I think we've all seen more than we, we wanted to see uh, uh, more sides of humanity than we wanted to see throughout all this. But, you know, I think yes. we're, we're, we're yes. pulling our own as best as we can. And uh, if, if, if there's more to look forward to on the other side of it, then like, you know, Here's to that. And, and, uh, and hopefully we can look out for the new tracks that you're going to release and people can, those are going to be released just under Doug McCormick. Yes. Yeah. Just Doug McCormick, D-U-G McCormick. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, check out Doug McCormick art on Facebook, Doug McCormick art on Instagram. Um, and all the information's there and, uh, yeah. You can also find that, uh, that, Latest release from Beluca Ethereum that came out uh, last uh, November, November 2019, right? That's yeah, uh, yeah, up on Bandcamp as well. So check it out if you haven't yeah, heard it before. And, uh, that and Square Square Ape as well has we got an EP up on um, uh, on Bandcamp too. And don't forget uh, March 5th is uh, the first uh, Friday, so that's Bandcamp Friday. So go buy some. I think they're doing that till May. So yeah, I know this might come out. So yeah, it's, a, out. it's a good time to it's a good time to pick up pick up some music. You know, just help people yeah. out, and all the all the money will will go directly to them. Bandcamp won't take a cut. So you can also check out Doug's live art streams uh, on Facebook, where he paints live, and you're welcome to make a donation and and check out the process of a painting from beginning to end. So check that out if you haven't already. And uh, thank you so much for doing this, man. I really appreciate uh, having you on. It's been great to catch up and uh, looking forward to seeing more of your stuff. Can't wait for your EP. (laughs) Thanks, dude.